Welcome to the Panic Podcast. We panic because we have no fucking idea what we are doing. Hello and welcome to the Panic Podcast Season 2 Premiere. I'm your host, Yars Revenge. And joining me, as always, is a plethora of wonderful guests. Why don't you go around and introduce yourselves? Men CC, really bad at PvP. And I fly with Panic Attack for some reason. I'm Sliv. I'm a JF and Interceptor pilot. Mm. Uh, my name's Seto. I'm a Skirmish FC within Test Alliance. Please ignore. Um, and I work with NER as well. Hi, I'm Kurt. I'm a pretend space journalist. Uh, I run NER, or at least I, I, I try to. Jumping straight in then. Um, first on the board is the state of New Eden, as we like to refer to it. So it's been a few months since the end of season one, and since we had, you know, sort of Cheshire and all that on. So, has the has the ecosystem of Eve changed in the last few months, and kind of what's going on in Nullsec, Lowsec, Highsec, you know, all that lovely stuff? Eve is dying. Lowsec is dead. You guys should uninstall and play Warframe with me. Lowsec was Lowsec was dead already. Nullsec's in a I guess rebuilding phase is what I would call it personally, but I'd say within the next two to three months, conflict will start back up. But it's going to be some peacetime for a while. I think with a uh, low sec, the, the big news would be um, Amar Mill and Timok kind of making a bit of resurgence in faction warfare, and Cal Mill deciding to leave low sec as well. No handlebars is disbanding, which is a shame. No handlebars. Snuffed out, pretended to disband, which everyone had everyone fooled for about 10 minutes. It happens once a week. Nobody cares. And wormholes. Um, from Anyone from the crowd, what's happening in wormhole space? None of us know. There's that keep, There's that wormhole that has like five keep stars now in it that makes me want to cry because they could be used so much better in better places. But no, they got to go in a fucking wormhole. Outlaws are being evicted at the moment by like a coalition of just about everybody in wormhole space, like from scary wormhole people to hard knocks and outlaws are like the Russian sort of guys and a bunch of Russian speaking groups back in Jesus, what do they do to piss everyone off? I don't know actually. It was I can actually speak to them. They even they came to some members of Lexi asking to, um, to help them in the fight during one of their fort timers. But a hole didn't end up being rolled, so they couldn't go. They tried to roll a hole into Amencia and Tenerifis to get um, us through it, but it never showed up. Because apparently, whoever's evicting them, who'd you say it was? Um, I, I can find a list. It's quite a few. Apparently, they just have had hold, hole control over their holes for like two weeks now. Hmm. Sounds delicious. Yeah, I think. We've had at least half a troll go at this rate. It's been, it's been rough for them. We'll put it that way. Yeah, hard knocks, laser hawks, no vacancies, sound mind, rainbow knights. Uh, oh man, this battle report is all over the place. Yeah, we, we there there was no way they were ever going to roll a hole from. Apparently, they have like a fleet sitting on their holes and rolling them like twenty four seven. Somehow, some way, they're dedicated. They they don't like outlaws. Clearly, it's always good to be dedicated to your holes. Gotta look after your holes. <laughs> How many times can we say holes? 
Oh, a whole lot of times. Ha ha ha! Plethora. Ha ha ha! Comedy. <laughs> I mean, low sex in a weird spot. It's been that way for a long time. Too many caps. Too many people running away. Um, it's just typical low sex shit. Like you just learn how to evade blobs and live your life. It's kind of what it's always been about. Who even lives in low sec now, anyways? We do. We do. Besides, I know Snuff does, but they usually end up fighting in low sec. Where six jumps from their cartel. staging, actually. Shoot first and Shadow Cartel are the two big ones now in low sec. Shadow Cartel died when goons killed that keep star like that, that was gone a while ago no handlebars technically still live in space until they disband completely and go to join different alliances i mean they're already they're already basically disbanded um was it black legion is making a bit of a comeback pred still with them for now dude black legion if you look at dotland they their member count has just gone fucking up like crazy yeah it's it's pretty crazy they went from having elo like, right yeah, it's ELO. They went from having yeah. like 60 man fleets to like 140 every day. It's because he, he brings the content, and now that all the war's gone, everyone's going to him because it's like, hey, content. The war's done, all the big battles are done for now. And so the only other big person who's going out and still fighting big fights is ELO. I mean, I'm, I'm just reading the comments from the guys that are here. Like, you're talking about null sex supremacy. I get to run high grade pods all day, and you get to run shit. And I don't have bubbles, so you can suck a dick, because I like low sec. It's fun. Can't get evicted. Really? Not no, sure about that, Flip? Yeah. Can't evict me. Hmm. Not no, strongly believes in the in the null sec way and in the goon swarm blob. I do. The testy blob. Ugh, it's gross. We will run to you. Please, no. we will fuck. You. We will fuck you up with our tiny arms. <laughs> this robot is trained to fuck your mouth. You should clip uh, that. <laughs> that one line. Which one? <laughs> this robot is trained to fuck your mouth. <laughs> it could be like on fucking Pornhub. That'd be great. Just, 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 just have that at the start of the video, and then just have nothing but drone ball compilations. When baiting an enemy ship, remember to tell them you are bait, so they don't get confused and think you are actually scary. It is very helpful. So, okay, moving on to the next topic, uh, the October patch. This is the big one in terms of what is coming up. Have you all seen the October patch? Rip I want to explain what the yeah. fuck they're doing to the ECM because I still don't get it. Oh god, it's beautiful. So Man, the general change, the general change to ECM is it will still work as it does now. However, you'll always be able to lock the person who is ECMing you at all times, which means that it is useless in one v one situations, but it can still do things like jam logi chains and prevent people from receiving reps stuff like that. But it won't be as retardedly powerful as it is today. Why the fuck could they just not say that in the post instead of, like, some long-ass bullshit to make it sound complicated? Like, honestly, though, that, that sort of removes, like, small gang fights and makes ECM more, like, doable in bigger fights. 
the part I'm pissed about is that Dishonored drones will still be a thing, so you'll still be able to just dump Vespers on someone and just go for a YOLO jam to warp out, which is really annoying, because I hate Vespers. That's fine. And as a, and as a massive Falcon pilot, I, I can say that I'm glad this change has been made, because E-War is ridiculous, but... I think this will this will change how it's used, but it won't make ECM irrelevant. It will just change how you have to use it. ECM's still not going to be used in big 200, 200 man fights. Yeah, it never that, was, never will. Well, at that point, it becomes irrelevant. Jamming one person or two people, you're like, oh, good, they're jammed. The other hundred ninety eight people aren't though. The only yeah, time ECM is like, like you say that, no but slip. they have no tank. Yeah. They can't survive. I mean, them. unless it all like. The only time I've seen ECM, ECM used in my four years of playing in big fights is by the supercarrier ECM burst projectors. During like when, uh, let's see, about four months ago, when Tess took subcaps against Frat and Try and Skillu, when Skillu and all of them were still deployed, when we took them against a fort timer, they just sat fucking all their supers on top of the fort with their titans. We had nightmares and they were just one fucking target paint burst projectors and ECM target paint or burst projectors fucking destroyed us. If those weren't there, we would have won that fight because they wouldn't have been able to hit us. But like after doing an analysis of that fight, that's the only time I've seen like really thought like, oh, ECM fucking just because it was a burst and can hit a lot of people at once instead of one single person and having to dedicate like 20 p. So instead of having 20 more DPS ships, say you want 20 ECM boats, that's 20 less people you have DPS to shoot with, and that's just going to hurt you more because, like, the current meta is whoever can kill the other side faster. That's how it is with artillery and munins right now. So you aren't going to risk having 20 more dudes and fast ships that can ECM the Lodgy or ECM something that you want to ECM when you could have 20 more dudes to kill people faster. At least that's not how. I see fights going now, and that's how it is right now. That that's what's happening. Oh, dude, well said. Yeah, East I mean, someone could try to change it. It's just that the fact that with the burst projectors, how they can fuck the whole fleet up unless they're spread out, which rarely ever happens. The projectors can hit so many people at once, target paint so many people at once, ECM burst so many people at once. Whenever they're in a blob, like even if they're orbiting at thirty fucking kilometers in a battleship fleet or something. The fact that it can hit all of them at once instead of just one person, one-to-one -one ratio, is what makes those burst projectors fucking broken. And I still think they are broken. They, they, there needs to be like a chance. It sounds like, yeah, the, it's not the, the principle of ECM in itself that is the broken part. It's the application of it from supercarriers, which is the ridiculous part. And actually, as someone has just mentioned in the comment section, yeah carriers are now ridiculously powerful because you can't jam the fighters out because you jam the fighters out and they go cool we'll just kill that falcon and then the falcon's dead and then they go back to doing what they were doing it's really it's needed just... though carriers have been in a weak spot for months they really need a strong buff um caps in general need a buff really especially no no mm. no no it's absolutely sarcasm um <laughs> oh i fucking hate cap warfare i think it's worthless um, I hate N plus one cap war uh, warfare and regular N plus one warfare. I like small gang. This destroys small gang, um, which is fine because like, most of the time we use fucking damps anyway. I miss the good old eighty versus eighty and maybe like a couple carriers and like the fucking yeah. when when triage carriers were a thing. You drop like three of them and it's like eighty subcaps in triage carriers. Those were the days. Slow the era of slow cats was great. Mm -hmm. Agreed.
but like it's the the issue at the moment is caps caps are, are good and caps are still they have a place but the issue is they don't mix with small gang combat and they don't mix the two play styles it's it, it's like bringing a bazooka to kill a fly like it's just massive overkill and it just doesn't is not necessary and the problem you get is if you have someone going out in a small gang of like let's say a couple of authoresses you know some fast tackle you know, stuff like that you can deal with it by bringing something like kaiti stuff or brawly stuff you know to it but if you just dunk like two super carriers on that kill all of them there's nothing they can do about it and that and that just kills content like it that's it plain and simple dropping capitals on small gang which is honestly what is happening most of the time right now kills content and it doesn't act, it's not sustainable but to be fair that's been happening for like 10 years or at least 10 i years still yeah and i think that dropping carriers like maybe like one or two carriers if you have it's like a 40 v 40 fight but like whenever whoever has the power to drop two or three carriers they're not just going to want to drop two or three carriers they're going to want to drop all of them yeah. yeah but i think honestly that carriers should be op to subcaps but they why i don't understand why ccp added hog guns at all like i really don't get it they were like oh man remember when all the dreads could track the subcaps and how bad that was what if we made it better and like 10 10 battleships and two logi can kill a carrier but a hondred it's gonna eat those things capitals should be designed to kill capitals not subcaps Dread specifically. I can see yeah. the reason behind carriers being the subcap line defense type thing. And as for super but that carriers, then, yeah, but if if you've got it that, that gives you a logical chain of escalation of you bring battleships, they bring carriers, they bring carriers, you bring dreadnoughts, you bring dreadnoughts, they bring either more or supers. Like that gives you an actual sensible escalation as opposed to just they bring battleships, whore dread, we win. That right. when shoot to the top is you could go fast. That you couldn't be tracked by hog guns or any of this bullshit, and that's why Munins like was adopted by every single game. And if you, I've, I don't have Battlefront anymore. Like it was crazy when you took eight beams, basically battleships and shit, and or I think it was rattlesnake something else. And he dicked on them, like he dicked on some with eight beams because he he did lose a You're fucked up and commercial zero. Sedo, you sound yeah. very robotic right now. That was a great point, though. <laughs> it was. Hold on, I'll try to fix it. We heard like every fifth Wait, word. Wait, did you not get it at all? <laughs> I got, I'm, I got I'm mutants. so glad that everybody just let him get it. Oh shit, what is this? Please don't gank me. Suck, dick. I got I got mutants, Rex, and Dreadnought, and the rest I kind of didn't get properly. Okay, is this better? Birds can't is this try. better? Yes. Okay. Well, what I was saying is like how when the start of the summer came and the war was half still happening, like that's why what you saw Munin shoot up because they had the low sig that couldn't be hit, all the shit you could try, you could avoid hog guns, and like you could take them in battleship fleets just make it to make it shorter. Like fucking even AB Munin's work as Elo proved yesterday. The only time he lost a Munin when he was I don't have the battle report, but the only time he lost an AB fucking Munin when he was fighting, I think it was a um, fucking Ferox fleet and a uh, Rattlesnake fleet is when his transversal was zero or they landed paints or something along those lines on the target. Like, Munins rose to the top to avoid haul guns and Sig, Sig, or you're that faster than fighters, so fighters can't keep up with them unless they use their MWD, but that's once every like 10 seconds or whatever that cooldown is, so it's not efficient. 
You can't hit them with haul guns. Uh, like your only good effective use against them is like ball, like outblow them with like a ball tech fleet or something. Yeah, but I mean, also I really dislike all of the dread bombs that are failing now with their inability to kill like a Rourke or a Super before. I mean, obviously in Delve it's a different situation where you have 150 Titans, but even in other places, dread bombs are quite weak to be honest with you. You need a shit ton of them. Okay, the EHP on supers is like a different story, but like if it's just, yeah, that, that's a completely different topic, I think, because that comes into like why the fuck does a super carrier have 60 mil EHP and like a passively tanked wyvern go up to like 70 million? When using a command destroyer, remember to scram your target before MJing it away, it will stop him from running away more effectively. So, pushing on to the next part of the October Pass, we've got the Interdiction Nullification Changes for Interceptors, specifically Rip. Claws, Crusaders, Raptors, and Tyrannuses are losing it as the Combat Interceptors, but the Fleet Interceptors, so the Stiletto, Malediction, Crone Ares, will be retaining it. How do we feel about that? This applies more to Nullsec guys, I'd say. You can make your ping still in Fleet's fight, so besides that, I, I don't, I mean, it's sort of bye-bye Fozzy Claw. Um, 40 man, 50 man claw fleets that PL ran in Pravi because they're a bunch of bitches, didn't, can't do anything anymore. Uh, rip PL, by the way. Um, and yeah, I mean, like, all you can really do now is like use them for fleet pings. That's perfect. That's where it should be. Like, yeah, I, I agree with that completely. When you signed up to play spaceships, did you think interceptors would be the most powerful fleet? <laughs> Is, is that the standard reaction to CCP changes from a test member? Is just to say rip PL. Huh. Um, I'm just sad. Is... I'm just sad because I'm not going to see Doom Chinchilla and 60 Claws and Probi anymore. Like the one thing I think is stupid is you take the combat interceptor, which is perfectly great for countering bubble fuck gates and super ratting and you just destroy them because Fozzy claws <clears throat> like if because I used to run in wolf packs all the time where you get like a specter fleet of 60 raptors and ranuses and whatever and you just go hunting care bears and go whale hunting it was great and they killed it and basically buffed bubble fuck gates and horseshit super ratting which I think is a bullshit thing anyway like being able to tackle them now requires regular tackle interceptors, which do no damage. How the fuck else are you going to catch them other than holes? Because bots, like, bot proliferation is, is pretty fucking bad. But I mean, I think that's a different symptom of a problem. Go roam Deteroid every time you go into the system with a supercarrier, warp to the side, he warps off to a pass. Same pass yep. every time. I'm not calling anyone out or anything, but just, just saying from what I've seen. I mean, that's why I don't do Nullsec anymore. It's just, it, there's too much horse shit there for me to even enjoy it. Um, bubbles, especially. I think it's just a bullshit mechanic. You don't like bubbles? I don't like bubbles. You have to learn to play around them, but yes, there are times when... Oh, no, I, I, used, I lived there for years. I used to live there. I, I just didn't enjoy it. Um the defensive tactics of being able to bubble fuck yourself inside and keep your ratters completely safe I think is a horseshit maneuver. I don't think Nullsec should be that safe. And Honestly, 
I think just get rid of mobile or structure placed bubbles and then there's problem solved. So that way you have to use an interdictor or heavy interdictor to actually do it. That I would agree with. I mean, sure, you could fucking get an alt and a saber and sit on the bubble and have them just cycling through it, but that's just too... No one's ever going to do that much effort. But you have to commit someone to do that. That's the thing, which is kind of the, the balancing factor of to get that efficiency, you have to have someone sat there doing it all the time. I mean, you could always go as far as saying, yeah, I have an alt that does it. I make my own bubbles. I just reload it every now and again. But still, it's one bubble. It's not like you're going to have... Because I used to run in Wolfpack fleets where you'd have 30, 40 bubbles out to 100 fucking K off the gate, and you have to burn that shit. Like, it shouldn't be that safe. Nullsec is way too fucking safe. That's why I don't fly in it. I think it's bullshit. Absolutely that, bullshit. Or- you take away mobile ones because the mobile warp disruptors, all they're used for now is either to write letters in space or to <laughs> bubble fuck gates. Like, literally, and in my corpse home system, before we took it away for other reasons, we'd put like, we would have upwards of like 40 bubbles on the gate that were all tech two larges and they cover up to 250 kilometers. You'd have to boat out of that or have an interceptor. Like, we ended up taking it down for other reasons, but like that—that's just cancer. Like that—that's yeah. too much. I agree. They—that you don't get that as Disagree. much after they made the change. Now they—they they decay, so you generally don't get four. No, no, on uh, you don't really see them anymore unless someone's that dedicated. Like I haven't seen one in yeah. fucking months. I feel the um, uh, someone's raising uh, comments of raising the cost of them to try and balance. The issue you've got is the people who are problems with this can afford them if you do raise the cost. So changing the costing of things isn't a good solution, CCP. I mean, you get perfect um, Oracle mining under a giant super cap umbrella. Like, fuck all that shit. That's why I don't bother with it. It's, It's worthless to me. When I came into this game, Everybody, yeah, fucking Nullsec is supposed to be like Detroit. It's not even close. Nullsec is a fucking... It's it's an old folks home, and every now and again, they get out of their fucking chairs and punch each other in the face and then go back and play bingo. That's all they fucking do. That's, I hate Nullsec. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm young still. Don't do that. Yeah, well... You still have your original sick. hips? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm in fucking... Never mind. <laughs> so looking at the next set of changes now this is the big one for the october update and i think everyone knows what i'm going to be mentioning 500 mn hicks oh, oh boy we don't care about wormholes they can whine all they want why it's going to be hard <laughs> to close a wormhole guess what it's supposed to be hard to live in wormholes not live in five keep stars and just cycle through holes infinitely i don't understand how that shit works nor do i care to understand because i'm never gonna live in a wormhole so sorry guys I, if you if wormholers are complaining about it then i think ccp should take a listen to it but because they're the ones who live there but i mean like 70 percent of the players in eve will either live in nullsec or 60 percent sorry of the players in eve live in nullsec right now the 10 percent well, what, what is the percent most people live in high sec oh. man most people nice <laughs> what, what is the percentage i read 60 like a month ago Justify game balances or who people should be paying attention to at ccp is stupid because they'd spend all the time doing stuff in high sec 
and adding changes to high sec is like yeah it's of course there's less people in wormholes doesn't mean you should not balance that area or you should take away the tools they use to to, to get the content. the big issue that lied with it sorry that lied with it lay with it wasn't that they were penalizing wormhole players it's because they specifically said we are aware this is an, an issue the broken 500 mm heavy instinctors but we also know that they're useful for wormholes we're not going to change how they work until we have a fix in place for wormhole players However, yeah. when they then came up with the patch, effectively they turned around and said, yeah, that thing we said we weren't going to do, we're not going to do it. Sorry, we're, we're actually going to do it. And that's Yeah, we're what... just going to say, fuck wormholers, who cares? Exactly. And that's yeah. where the core of the controversy lie, uh, lay, not in the, uh, it's going to screw wormholers up, boohoo. It's because they said, we know this will cause problems to wormhole players. We're not going to do it until we have a fix. And they did it anyway. But I do have to give props to CCP for uh, reading the feedback and going, okay, we screwed up on this one we will fix this. And then within like, what, three, four days, Falcon had posted some, sorry, Rise had posted saying, we've got a fix, here it is. So props to CCP for fixing the mess that they made, but they shouldn't have made it in the first place. But at least it has been fixed now, so it, that is positive. It, it was it was a CSM suggested fix. In fact, I think most of those things that came in with this balance patch are, are from CSM and CCP didn't really defend you didn't it. Like, whereas, yes, completely right, null SM. Right, right. If, if you look in the threads, like where everybody's complaining, you have like half the CSM going in and like Reddit warrior to, to try and defend their opinion and their, 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 these changes. And then CCP kind of went, no, we're going we're gonna to fix this. I have said many times, I don't like how the CSM is elected because it just, it favors the, the null power blocks. But that is not a topic for here nor there. We will have an episode of the podcast talking about the CSM at some point, I do promise. Because otherwise we will never get any further. Make, sure, make sure I'm in that one because I want to stress a lot of points in that one. Oh god, that'll be CSM. a good episode. <laughs> and Naz, we do vote in low sec. We just don't have enough people to vote in low sec to really make a difference. That's the issue. Naz, Naz, I know what points you're gonna make. Trust me, I would I would make them if I get a chance. But you said topic for a different one, so. Now this one <laughs> is a it's a fairly small point, but it's still. Um, a point in terms of its ship balancing and sort of, you know, the process of it. The Damovic's getting a... Faxes? No, they've said... <laughs> <laughs> quiet. They've said they are going to sort faxes, but not in this update. So we can't talk about it just yet because they haven't done it and they haven't said they're going to do it just yet. What I'm going to talk about is the slot layout change of the Damovic, where it's losing a low slot and gaining a mid slot. Now, Sliv, as an interceptor pilot, how do you feel about this? I, I feel like the only person in this game that thinks it's a bad idea um if anything they should have kept the low slot and added the mid slot and left the ship as is personally i used it as an anti-scepter killer um it's actually really good in that position the they're it looks like they're trying to balance it for faction warfare skirmishing and too many people screeching about it but the, like oops, go ahead removing its low slot nerfs the lack of tank that this ship has anyway it's already got cat problems you should have just left the low slot gave an additional mid slot so we could use fucking cat boosters on it and it would have been a great ship it wouldn't have even been broken like they're not that strong but it was already in a weak spot and i think they made it worse honestly so the question is 
with this change going ahead, do we see them looking at it and going, you know what, let's give it back its low slot and keep the mid slot, or do we see CCP digging their heels in and saying, no, we've made this change, we're going to stick to it, it's a good idea, honest? I, I think it depends on what direction the wind blows, really, with a lot of these changes. Um, sometimes the changes are like, yeah, cool, we'll listen to the players. Sometimes it's like, re we're actually saying this change is a problem, but you're ignoring it anyway. I don't know. It, it, it is what it is. I mean, it's not really going to affect me much. I was just getting to like the ship. It's it's kind of whatever. I think they also need to fix the bed mac, but that's another topic anyway. Yeah. Um, well, looking at change, obviously we've got the elephant in the room that we need to address, and this is the the biggest you know uh, CCP news story that we've got. That is, of course, the purchase of CCP games by Pearl Abyss. Well, before we go on that, does anybody else have an opinion on? The Triglavian. At least we could talk about the Triglavian line. Yes, actually, seems fun to fly, but I have not had a chance to fly one yet. Same. Like I've, from watching videos, especially the Shack, looks really fun for Appa like going around. Apparently, one of our guys in our alliance has a Lashak. I'm not sure though. I think Jarlaxle does have Lashak. I think he does. We should check though. I have two, and I have I've only used them once. Um, I'm waiting for tech two guns because fuck that it, it costs as much as my sin. I have three and I've lost two already because I'm bad at this game, but I don't regret it. I think a fleet of them would work very nicely. Well, like forty and sub, but it's expensive. So. Talking about fleet, have you seen that kill mail? Uh, that sorry, that battle report where the four Lashax and support killed two supers. Yeah, like that is they're, they're madness. Like I think in small gang because the remote re the remote reps and like if you know what you're doing and how the how this thing cycles up and does its damage I don't know the true facts behind it but like how it works I think it works very well and like killing shit like that like I think it'd be a good anti cat blob sort of thing but let's see I don't know I really like the Lashak because it it, it solves an issue I've always had in low sec which is the uh, if you're up against another fleet and the battle's quite, you know, it's quite even. Suddenly they drop in a couple of faxes and there's nothing you can do. You just even sit there one, and... exactly one fax and it's over. If I have thirty battleships and subcap Logi and they have thirty battleships and one fax, it's over. I have to leave. I'm done. But the Leshak now gives you an option without escalating to dreads, because the issue is normally you have to escalate to dreads and then they bring in more dreads because they're expecting. Yeah, you know, it's 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 a massive mess. The Lashak now gives okay. you a, a pretty easy solution of a, well, we could try this and this might work. The one thing I think between a bunch of the guys here is the difference in size of the fleets that we're used to running. I'm used to running nothing more than 100 men. Um, like, I usually I cap out at about 60 to 80. So if, if we're in a group of that going up against a group of equal size, that's where cap problems come in one fax will negate an entire fleet of that size. Um, so that's where I think faxes are, are a problem, and Leshex solve that. But Leshex as a full fleet doctrine, eh, they're good, but I think they need some kind of support, whether it's Vindy's, you know, nightmares, whatever the fuck you want to run with it. Um, I don't think they're going to be as great as full fleets. They have a lot of issues um, without support. Two of them are RYs. They're fucking monsters. The oh, bed wanna... is is worthless in most most uh, situations. 
I want to go back to what you said about like the 60 man and one fax changes that it also depends how you're playing the objective it's it's always situational like if it's like a fort defense or something you just ping to the other side of the fort away from where they drop the fax and well yeah it's no vibe so if we're having a brawl like i have i have 80 guys you have 80 guys and we just feel like shooting each other on a gate somewhere as soon as that fax lands i have to get you away from your fax or the fight is done we just leave because if you won't leave your facts and I can't force you um, with like good MJD Desis, it's over. You won. I can't kill anything. Agreed. You just got to figure out how to get away from the facts and there's many ways yeah. to do that, but it's all, it's all a numbers thing. I, I don't think personally one ship should negate an entire subcap Logi wing. And that's just from how I've played this game. Like if I'm going to drop facts Logi, if I'm going to drop, you know, fucking, what are they called? Ticker tanked uh, Archons, those old repping Archons. If we're going to drop those, there's going to be other caps to rep. But, like, just dropping those on a subcap fleet, it doesn't make sense to me logically. Like, why would one ship equal an entire subcap Logi wing? You should just nerf the reps going to subcaps and faxes would be in a fine spot. And we will have an entire episode dedicated to faxes. I know we will, but I still have to rant about it. it but it's still good. Like, Leshax, Leshax as, a, as a fleet ship are great. Running them in a Vindy fleet, having two or five of them, up to five of them, they're fantastic. Help you punch through targets that you really need to punch through to continue going. They're great at structure bashing. You can drop one on a, on a Raitaru and almost reach damage cap with one. It's great. But the other two, eh, I don't think they're that good anymore. Damovic, I think, is completely fucked now. And the Vedmac, it's good in a small gang situation. I don't think it's good outside of that. And even that, I'd still probably bring something else as a DPS and a Vedmac for that. If you're the EC ambush of the fleet, then fit as many different types of E-War as possible. You cannot predict the future and must be prepared for it. Okay, right. Uh, rolling on towards the, the next topic. Um... CCP's purchased by Pearl Abyss. How do we feel about that? Like, what do we what do we think the future holds for Eve with this news? Everyone freaked out about it at first, but honestly, I want to see where it goes first. Like, we're only like CCP's still going to be running the game just under Pearl Abyss. It's really can Pearl Abyss influence CCP to change how they run their markets and like how I think Plex are sold and all this other stuff. And if they introduce other like the um, like uh skill books or whatever but i don't know i think everyone freaked out for no reason at first you got to see where it goes i definitely agree with that because a lot a lot of the comments i've seen on reddit facebook and you know sort of other websites stuff like that a lot of people are freaking out just going oh my god uh black desert online has so much microtransactions pay to win eva's going to become pay to win oh it's the end of the game and i'm sat there going but we've had skill injectors for a long time we've had plaques for a long time this isn't a new concept Eva's had. It's not like it's suddenly going to become pay-to-win. It's kind of been that for a while. But then it's the discussion of is it pay-to-win or pay-to-convenience? And actually, that's the topic we're going to be going over very shortly. I mean, before we jump that far, the I understand the freaking out about, you know, brand new overlords. It, it can be good. It can be bad. There's nothing really to freak out over until we see what happens. Like, 
I, I understand the they can do this, they can do that. It's like, well, they haven't done anything yet. They just shown up and went, all right, let's figure out what we're doing first and then work on it. So, so far, I don't see anything issue wise. I don't see them being heavy handed within the first, you know, however long it's been since they've taken over. Hmm. So I don't, I don't think there's anything to, to like set fire to until there's something to set fire to. The other thing as well, which I um trying to keep in mind, is Black Desert Online is really successful. It's a really popular game. It's not like it's a, a an unpopular game or they've done a bad job with it. From what I can tell, it's really popular. So it, it has got that going for it. I mean, it kind of does the same thing we do, though. Like, from I, I've never played it, but from what I've heard and what I've read, a bunch of whales upkeep it. I mean, a lot of whales on fucking Eve upkeep this game. That's it's fine. The the problem I have with Polar Abyss buying uh, CCP is it is the sort of apocalyptic scenario of a sort of greedy games publisher buying out uh, uh, CCP, which has been which has been largely independent, uh, even even with investors and whatnot. Um, it it is concerning, and I don't think there's a scenario here where Polar Abyss impacts. Um, CCP in a, a net positive way, um, as far as player satisfaction and like the quality of the games are concerned. Personally, and uh, hello, I'm Casey LP. Just joined. Uh, personally, my initial reaction to this has been one of cautious op optimism, and that's because uh, CCP Rattati who is the lead developer of Project Nova and a CCP member for over 12 years now. He's been really optimistic. He's been answering a lot of questions from the Dust5 and 4 Veterans Discord to alleviate some of the initial fears I had. But I still think it's a little bit too early to tell one way or the other. Why have you, Mike, dude? <laughs> your mic sound like you got butt fucked and you're speaking through like a dick or something <laughs> oh boy so graphic. I mean, the one thing like I, I don't know if you guys ever heard of it but I used to play uh, City of Heroes City of Villains it, it basically had what's happening now to it you know Koreans took over game is dead I understand people yeah I really want to defend Eve at, at a certain point though not to get all apocalyptic, the end is near, but eventually all games will die. It's just the way it's going to go. So if it, it, it's the time, we've had a good run. We could all go play WoW or something. Um, no. no. I've only played this game for four years, and I still want to play it until I turn, like, yeah. 60. I was, yes. this, is, this is one of those games, like, I, I'm very young. Like, Kurt can attest to this. I won't say my exact age or anything, but, like, I'm pretty young. 12. Yeah, sure. But, um, <laughs> like, I, I want to play this game. Like, I want to introduce my kid to this game at some point. Like, this, this is, I've made so many memories playing this game throughout my younger life, even as a young person. And I personally, I think I've made a huge impact, even though I'm young. Like, the, like, Vili, the guy who sits right above me. Like, I don't know how old he is, but I can tell he's much older and wiser. And I've taken a lot of hints from, like, older people through this game that have helped me, like, in real life as well. Like, develop my character and all this shit like Dude. i can attest to like dram and all these other people 
who have made an influence on me and how and changed how I am as a person in real life and how I carry myself as a young person. And it's it's amazing. Like the meeting people in this game is something that I will never regret. Dude, 100%. I wasn't bored with that until you name dropped Ran as somebody who's had a massive impact. He did. He we mm -hmm. me and him have sat down and had long conversations before and we there, there was one conversation in particular that stood out, but and like we talked about character and family and all this stuff and like what it means like to be a part of a family and all this shit even though it's not your actual family like i consider my court my family like my extended family like i i've met i've been on road trips to meet some people who i i was like hey I, I know you live around here i'm visiting there do you want to meet up like we'll go have lunch or something like yeah kurt like, you've had an influence on me so, some not major but some Oh, yeah, don't worry, buddy. Kurt's my shadow. boss, so you know, gotta be nice. But um, all right, you can have your uh, fight now. <laughs> yeah, the like, falling into the wallet. This this is a game that I do not want to end anytime soon because right now, I, due to real life stuff, I'm not able to play as often as I wish I could. And once all this real life stuff ends up, which could be a few years, I'm looking forward to like playing it as much as I used to. Yeah, really though, you hit the nail on the head for me. I've met so many good friends. I actually, the guy I live with, we met on Eve 10 years ago and Aww. just texted every day until he was like, yo, I need a roommate. It's like, I'm moving to Denver, let's go. And like, I don't follow any of the people who are like, Eve is dead, Pearl Abyss bought it, and it's gonna become pay to win. No matter how much money you give CCP, you're not going to know what transversal velocity is. So I don't give a fuck. I'm transversal velocity is easy you. to understand. What do you mean? It's so easy. Yeah, but not for 10-year-olds that just grab their credit their mom's credit card and then just buy a shit ton of things. And That's true. Like, Avis... Honestly. It's because you yeah. all want Basically, any dino... Wait, what? Sorry. Um... Uh, yeah, I don't I, think Eve is going yeah. away. It's made by us. We are the ones. If you sign in and you do something, you're doing like Eve will go on so long as we keep it going, to be honest. Fleet fights don't need logistics. They slow everybody down and lag the game out. More DPS is what you need. Do not bring reps. Well, speaking of the credit card, let's Let's just segue into the pay-to-win, pay-to-convenience. Uh, I don't think Eve is pay-to-win at all. Not even close. I think it's pay-for-convenience. Pay-to-rush, really. Can 100% agree with that. Like, in my mind, pay-to-win is if you are able to buy a skin that get made you 50% harder to hit. And because that exact example was actually used, I can't remember who used it, um, but we had the discussion of, uh, when it first happened, and the issue I see with using that as a yeah, solid example of what's going to happen to Eve, yeah, but you already have skills that, when you train them up, allow you to do things like be harder to hit because mm -hmm. your radius is smaller, but to train those, you either have to wait X amount of days, or you can pay to train them faster. It's, it's pay to convenience, it's not pay to win, I feel. Is that not the same for most pay-to-win mechanics? Is it's a convenient way to win and be better 
than the person who doesn't have well, as much money. Yes, but better in Eve I, 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 doesn't really... If, if you get a skilled player who has like a Tech 2 ship and you have somebody who paid their way in the same Tech 2 ship and 1v1 them, the skilled player is going to win. Well, okay, I, I started playing the game after pay to win was a thing, after skill injectors were a thing, I, I came in with all the alpha stuff. And I was annoyed when I'd see my corp mates who were like, oh yeah, I, I've just got myself a jump freighter and I'm going to fly this around. And I was there like, oh, well, that's cool for you, man, but sucks for me because you didn't put nearly the same amount of in-game effort as I have in, in, in terms of working towards that ship. I mean, I, I, I rushed that. my JF. Um, before skill injectors e even back in the day when you st when you lost a pod this is well back in the day you lose skill points and you'd have to retrain i don't know how many times i retrained battleship 5 because i got potted and and lost the sp because i didn't upgrade my clone so i mean like with, with the introduction of of injectors yeah i threw a bunch into my alts so i can get into a jf because i was just tired of not being able to use one um but at a certain point like I think the point still stands. Yeah, you can inject right now a day one character into a Titan and get your own. But that's not going to live for very long because of how Eve is versus like maybe a competitive game like Dota or StarCraft or something. Well, the competitive in Eve, you can't you can't survive for very long pay to win. It's just not going to fucking work. But hold on, because we're kind of ignoring a large aspect of this, which... A lot of my more northern friends complain about which is paying for 20 Rorqual alts so that you can get into a titan in five months and then joining the goon swarm super fleet and doing mm. as you were told meaning like yes each of those people aren't necessarily paying to win but i mean my friends are saying goon swarms paying to win but it's kind of a stretch to say that in my opinion but you know what I mean. Like it, it creates a creates a conflict there. Yeah, that's true. If you lose a Titan in Delve, you are completely and utterly retarded. You really are. <laughs> Honestly, if you lose anything in Delve, you are completely fucking retarded. But the the the, the payment structure for Eve in terms of you know pay to convenience. It, it, it's not unique to Eve. Like a lot of games out there have it, and it's sort of it, it's almost becoming a thing that a lot of games out nowadays have this as their kind of yeah, that they're almost their payment structure. And it's kind of our fault for the people who are in their twenties yeah. and thirties right now. For all of you who were pirating games and not buying them, you're welcome. This was your future that you planned for us. It's also our fault because as gamers, we buy, and, and this is the one thing that I've been trying to boycott forever, quote-unquote early access, even though it's a complete game, is a bunch of fucking horseshit, and the fact that it's a thing, it's a hum, it's a part of human psychology. Ooh, I get this now, and it's early before, yeah, yeah, whatever. I used to have to wait, and I'm aging myself, and I'm only fucking 29. But I used to have to wait until the game actually came out. I'd get a fucking CD. I'd get the full entire game, and the only thing they would ever touch from it would be bug patches because the game was complete. Not, I buy an early access for a half-complete game that may or may not even get finished, and if it does get finished, I still have to pay for all the rest of the content of the game. 
which is a whole other topic. That's a bunch of bullshit. And the fact that gamers allowed it to happen, I I hate the gaming community for that. Honestly, I've been genuinely wondering how that's legal. It's like, hey, I'm going to build you a car. Give me $10,000. All right, here's the chassis and the wheels. You can kind of drive it, but you're going to die if you get into an accident. More will come along later. Don't worry, it won't cost much. Like, what the fuck? Fuck gamers for being that impatient for shit like that. But anyway, like, pay to win in EVE, at a certain point, it's just like botting. It doesn't affect me. I think it sucks, but it means nothing to me. Like, I can get around anybody that does pay to win, not dropping names. Um, I can get around people who officer fit Vindy's and destroy them with a single bump stabber like it, it is what it is it's it's not pay to win it's pay for convenience to me like because i can still beat them if there was a way where i could spend money and make my ship invulnerable only by spending money for x amount of time to beat your ship yeah then it's pay to win otherwise I, it doesn't affect me i don't really give a shit same with See, body fuck them here's the thing though I own three mm-hmm. Rorik walls who actually have a button that does exactly that. Yeah, but and everybody, I my everybody can do that. But anybody can do that. Like, I can train into a Rorik wall to do that. But if the panic button on the Rorik wall was only available by dropping money oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah. into that module to make me invulnerable, that's pay to win to me. To me, if, if I can access it without ever actually having to pay it, doesn't mean shit to me. Uh, yeah, it, 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 if, it, if the if any kind of skill item or ability is hidden behind a paywall, I lump that into the pay to win category. But if you are able to get it without paying a single dime, no matter how long it takes you, that falls into pay to convenience, and that's why I feel mm. Eve is pay to convenience rather than pay to win, because the term pay to win I personally feel is thrown around way too easily and loosely. Like people look at something you pay for whether it's DLC or anything, they just go, oh, it's pay to win, without actually knowing what, or, or knowing why they're saying it's pay to win. And it just it's kind of almost the catchphrase of games this generation, I feel, of, oh, it's pay to win because you have to pay money after you buy it. And it's like, is it? Most of the time, yes. But like in some situations, it's not as bad as people initially label it. And I think it's sort of... Eve gets a bit of an unfair reputation as a pay to win game when actually it is a pay to convenience game. It can be annoying as hell because of it, but it is pace convenience. Like, I think it's the same thing with botting. Like, to me, I don't give a shit. It doesn't bother me. It's a problem for the devs. It takes money out of their, their wallet, not me. I think it's just people just panicking for no fucking reason. Just to panic. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> And looking, I was going to say, and looking at um, Black Desert Online and how their pay to quote unquote win stuff works, it's the exact same as Eve. It's it, you can do stuff without paying money, but you can do it faster by paying money. So it, it's kind of per, you know, Black Abyss, Black Abyss, Pearl Abyss mm. buying CCP is almost like a match made in heaven of two companies that have uh, two different games with very similar structures. It, it just makes sense. That's a fairly standard microtransactional structure, though. Um, like you have that with all kinds of games. Is you have the 
gameplay option of getting somewhere and then you have the quick and easy option of, of getting there and winning. Yeah. I think it's just Eve nerds panicking. I don't think it's anything big. Uh, right. Let's, let me have a look at the plan. Um, because looking at that and talking about skills and skill farming and that kind of stuff, who who here does skill farming? I used to, not anymore. <laughs> uh, I've not I've not subbed my skill farming accounts for a while. I actually unsubbed. Uh, I I un unplexed four characters because I was actually giving away two hundred and thirty mil a month because of how fucked up skill farming is right now. So do we do we know why skill farming is as fucked up as it is? Like what 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 what, what do we think has caused it? Because I genuinely don't know. Well, hold on, because fuck skill farming, fuck people who skill farm. That shit is the dumbest shit in the world. I always thought that trial accounts should have like an in, like they should be alpha accounts, be able to just sign in and not use everything. But to be able to just flex an account with the skills you train and at the time make a little more money now you lose a little bit of money but for sino alts camping regions that's just so ridiculously overpowered and broken yeah mm -hmm. i mean like i'm I, I was training four different characters um to do skill farming now i'm using those characters to just train them into various hk alts because like skill farming is it's not good anymore my current skill farming accounts are either going towards helping with industry stuff or just like personal logistics so i've got um i think two of my characters as literally just capital ship part production slaves and they're there just to give me an additional 10 production cues to make my life a bit easier i mean hopefully the market will bounce back if it doesn't whatever i still got all those characters for pi so i don't really give a shit well, this is the thing that confuses me, because if the price had dropped in like the last month or so, the reason would be obvious. People panicking because of uh, Pearl Abyss, yada, yada, yada. But the price was dropping for about a month or two before that news even came out. So, like, I'm, I'm really curious what was causing it, because this was a slow decline over the summer. And it just suddenly kind of dropped down, and it was just, a, oh, this is no longer making any money. What has happened? I mean, partially, a lot of times when we get when we get plex deals that that changes the market a little bit um could be a lot of people with a lot of money just cashing out and then if one dude with a bunch of plex decided to cash it out it, it would change the market very quickly um i don't think anybody it might have happened i don't know like i don't have that kind of knowledge uh summer usually gets weird people in the beginning of summer obviously going outside which i haven't seen in a couple of years and then when the summer ends, people resubbing their accounts and then the market changes again. So it could be a bunch of different things. It could just be a shit ton of Oracle mining and people having all this is to throw around. Don't know. All sec is too safe. Fuck all of you. Sounds sad, bro. Mm. Eh, I don't really care. Like, I live in low sec. I'm happy here. I enjoy it. Yeah, but uh, Black Rise is really like I'm. I'm happy we went on deployment. It, this has been the best part of low sec I've been in. There's just loads of content. Even if 
even if there's a lot of drops happening and getting dunked by you know random double vargas yeah i'm still annoyed about that um <laughs> <laughs> it's still good content and it's still fun so you know it is what it is and i'm, I'm, I'm happy we're on deployment it's great because i remember back in the day like 2012 area i had the i had to go 30 jumps for content um I, that wasn't fun for me i i undock now i don't even have to leave my home system and i get fights that's why i like low sec i don't have to go anywhere i don't have so, to spend 45 minutes just to get a fight and then go all the way to fuck home and do it again sounds like you lived in the wrong area noob nah man i i lived in uh the cobalt edge top right corner of the map yeah that would be the wrong area it's what i came into the game as <laughs> i was in uh Intrepid Crossing before we got I went on vacation for two weeks came back and they got dunked by Razor and Razor owned that entire end of the map and I was 50 jumps away from anything so I said fuck this I'll go play Diablo for a couple of years came back to Eve and I've been low sec ever since oh wow that is old school I I it sounds more like you were just in a battle yeah, lines I didn't know it but also from what I talked to a lot of low uh, null sec PVPers unless you're in the middle of a war you have to burn sometimes a good amount of jumps to find content if you're in a back end safety area to get out of that safety area for content you have to go burn jumps and that's just not fun for me join a join alliance on the front line then i mean you, you can talk to bitivet norsekers who are unhappy about having to burn a couple of dozen jumps but it's not really everybody yeah you can just join a deployment alliance especially at that time they were huge before the fatigue chain and i'm um, four jumps from asakai i'm good <laughs> yeah, but... all right then let's see what we have in the inbox today oh boy local has been exciting lately so much salt so much love without further delay let's get this rusty truck of weaponized autism on the road you can call me daddy if you want put me down like old yeller i think that's one of newton's laws for every blob there is an equal or greater blob. Made it one jump. Op success. Mom. FC keeps telling me to orbit gate. I knew why I warped out when some pussy frigate warps to medium. I'm an initiative because of ratting space so I can afford this shit. My shadow's the only one beside me. My shallow heart's the only ones that beat in. Na 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 na. Repeat after me. While Alcalo only Suck to suck, but I wouldn't know much about that. Most of our EU players stay up till 2am and play in USDZ anyway because America. Yaz revenge fucking bastard. You okay? Why? Why what? I'm doing fucking missions. You're in Lozek. You don't see NPS. What? I'm without shield booster of armor boosters. And? Ship not for PvP. You shot me. I would have died. GF. Still a cowards. You don't need to ping on Discord for this. Who the fuck uses Discord? That's all for now folks. Tune in next time for more salt and pepper from the world of low sec. Oh and before I forget, panic is recruiting. Like dreaded. Except we aren't massive sellouts. You're not gonna recruit me in CC. You're in my Ooh. alliance. I'm sorry, but we have standards. You don't meet them. I have a question. Oh god. What is it? Does anybody here like to fit MJDs onto Panthers? Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs>